0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network.
1: What's the best way to reduce? Eat plenty or starve yourself?
0: 30 pounds in just 18 weeks, Jenny Craig
1: totally worked. I love to eat, but overeating made it impossible to lose weight. My
0: body wants bread, and I'm going to give my body what it wants. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: Welcome to Fad Camp, a podcast that throws a comedy eye over our societal obsession of diets. Now, a little disclaimer, we are not health experts, but we are fad diet connoisseurs. I'm your host, comedian Grace Mulvey.
0: And I'm your co-host, Connor Daling.
1: Welcome to Podcamp.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Fad Camp. Grace, how are you doing today?
1: Good. I'm very excited to I don't even know what this episode's about, so I'm very excited
0: for you to, to teach me Connor. These are always my favorite episodes where I get to just bring you a subject that uh, hopefully you know a little about but uh, don't know enough about that you'll be nicely informed and educated and
1: You love mansplaining to me. That's yeah. That's what thing. you're trying to say. You're like, I love teaching you. <laughs> You little student who knows nothing. That's Naive Grace who just wanders
0: around the world. Yeah, <laughs> That's the whole point of this podcast. And vice versa as well. Um, to begin, Grace, have you ever been in a fight? Physical? Emotional? Yeah. Physical, like a fisty cuffs, like a scrap match.
1: Oh my God, actually have I? No, I've never been in a physical fight. Okay. Plenty
0: of emotional ones. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mentally, torturous <laughs> well, fights. <laughs> well, you're about
0: to bring in the fighters. Um, today we're talking about... Uh, the very controversial and popular practice of weight cutting for uh, combat sports. Okay. So MMA, boxing, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, have you heard about this practice at all?
1: So I know, I've seen a little bit about it. I right. always remember the uh, Conor McGregor one where he cut a lot of weight, like literally went overnight looking gaunt, mod gaunt. And um, <laughs> sorry, if anyone knows your Irish history, that's a really funny pun I just made. Yeah. Um, but... I, I've seen a bit about it, but I don't know too much about the actual practice of it. And I, as far as I'm concerned as well, it's it's sort of stuff that happens within like 24 hours. Because like, then you have to, it's like literally you have to be a certain weight mm-hmm. at a certain time. And, that's, and then you can like step off the scales and, it doesn't matter anymore.
0: Grace, you just explained the entire episode. I think well, we can wrap it up there. The end. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: end. Yeah. I took away your chance to man's like, me okay, and you're devastated. Uh, I got a vamp
0: now for 45 minutes. <laughs> Fuck, okay. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I mean, I think before I did the research for this episode, that, that was roughly the kind of, like, um, knowledge I had of it as well. I do remember watching, there used to be this, like, UFC reality TV show, like, maybe 10 years ago yeah. or something like that, like, becoming a fighter or something like I can't yeah. remember what it was called, and I remember seeing guys like cutting before fights and just being like, Geez, "That looks crazy," but like it was also like very much in the era of like you know those diet shows and yes. like you know extreme... the early
1: nineties again. Yeah, incredible exactly. time for uh, fat
0: diets. <laughs> But one of my friends recently, who's listens to Fad Camp and is a big kind of MMA fan, he reached out to me and said like, "Look, this would be an amazing uh, topic yeah. for Fad Camp, so he better be fucking right." Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so far, it's a dud. <laughs> yeah, so far
0: it's not going so well. But you know, to begin, we always put disclaimers on our shows. You know, we're not experts, but particularly for this one, this one, I would like to put out as particularly serious: Do not try any of this madness at home, because spoiler alert. It's incredibly dangerous.
1: Oh. What well, you're telling me that an extreme fat diet is dangerous I for you, know. Conor? Connor, that goes against everything we've ever been told in this Fad Cup. <laughs> Are you joking? This one is
0: um this one's up there for sure. So I'm just, I'm just I hope people aren't taking notes on how to like lose weight incredibly fast by listening to this episode.
1: Before we even go into it, can I just ask, is it just for combative? Sports that this sort of weight cutting happens in such a short space of time, Um, or like, did you come across any other? It was like archery, archery, where they're like,
0: I didn't come across that for uh, those. I didn't look very deeply into that because I do know that it's all to do with the weight classes for 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 these particular um, uh, sports. So I do know that in MMA and boxing, in particular, yeah. They have, you know, these weight classes, which I'll talk a little bit about now. But just to bring you back a century or so, uh, during the 19th and at the beginning of the 20th century, the popularity of boxing brought about the formation of weight divisions, Okay. Other than the heavyweight class to eliminate the handicap of smaller contestants having to concede excessive weight to their opponents, Some of these weight divisions originated in the United States, and others in Great Britain. There's actually loads of these weight divisions that I didn't realise existed, um. But I'll just mention a few that people might recognise. So obviously we have like our heavyweight, you know, which is actually unlimited, right? We have unlimited. Like so, you could be like, you know, like just like like two hundred pounds upwards, yeah, and still qualify to uh, fight for a heavyweight title.
1: Okay, so there's no, like, there's no, like, top weight, you can't, you can't go above this and then, like, be considered...
0: I mean, I don't know if they've recently added, like, limitations, <laughs> but, like, if there's, like, you know, a 400-pound mu- muscle brick shithouse yeah. fighter, like, I don't know if they are going to disqualify him, but... That's... M- it. I love the brick
1: shithouse fighter. That's your... That's its own <laughs> weight yeah. class. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> brick shithouse <laughs> weight fighter. Um... But, you know, like, basically, like, so a heavyweight fighter can't fight in the same division as a middleweight fighter. So let's say a middleweight fighter is, like, 160 pounds. If I show up to my middleweight matchup and I'm, like, 10 pounds overweight, let's say, uh, over that 160 pounds weight, um, the fight might be cancelled or... I might just not have a chance to uh, fight for that title. I can still fight. I can still win. I can still lose. But if I win, I won't get that middleweight belt. Okay, 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 okay. Um, So it's very specific. Um... So, in all world and national title fights, weight limits must be strictly observed. Although fighters are often allowed to contract to weigh in the day before a fight, if a boxer or fighter is over the limit, he is normally given a short time in which uh, to make the stipulated weight. If he still fails, the bout usually proceeds. But if the overweight fighter wins the bout, the title for which he was fighting for is declared vacant. Just basically.
1: So there's like no point. Yeah. I mean Like you won't get the they're basically like, you can still fight, yeah. you just won't
0: get the prize. Yeah. And you're like, great. Exactly. But the now other we're just person having a fight. Will. Yeah. yeah. So you're just getting punished for being overweight.
1: And so okay, so you get basically is it's that you a boxer shows up, he weighs in, he might be like two pounds overweight, and they're yeah. like, We give we'll give you another try yes. in like what, like twenty four hours yes. or something. And you've cut that two pounds. And if you don't pass that, yes. then that is stressful.
0: Oh, but we haven't even gotten into like the, the, gotten into it because they're often trying to cut weight before that even first weigh-in. You okay. know, so you could get matched up like the week before. Yeah. And then they say your weigh-in is next week. You have to lose often 20 to 30 pounds oh, stop. in 5 days. And there's a whole process for how they do it. So let's say I'm a heavyweight boxing yeah. man, yeah. as they call it. I'm a big, bold, sexy boy boxer that's um, what I want
1: you to say to yourself every morning in the mirror I car. do I do I'm just, <laughs> I'm I just, a this boy, is my mantra sexy boy boxer
0: but I want to box a small boy in uh, the lightweight <laughs> category I will have to cut weight in the short time coming up to yeah. the fight to weigh in against my opponent and I could be cutting anywhere from 5 pounds to 25 pounds uh, to match the lightweight guy then um, the second okay and then this is the interesting part the second I weigh in and I match my fighter yeah And I'm the same way as him. I'm in this middleweight class. And I'm declared eligible for the fight and eligible to fight for this title. Then I rush to the nearest McDonald's and chow the fuck down so as to gain back as much of my lost weight as I can. So I can be a big boy again. And box the other man with a slightly heavier fist.
1: So then you are basically—it's like it, then it doesn't matter. Like basically, yes. it's like you're you're just allowed to show up to the ring then at whatever what, weight, like
0: as as heavy as you can put back on.
1: That is in. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like I'd be really good at that. Right, right. Well, here's <laughs> that the part, thing. I think I'd like, I'd come back like 40 pounds heavier right. at the, end of the day and they're like, oh, and I'm right. like, because I'm amazing. Yeah, it's like yeah.
0: I ate a single piece of white bread and yeah, I yeah, just yeah. ballooned out. Because of,
1: because of like yo-yo dieting throughout the years, <laughs> yeah. my metabolism is fucked. Totally. So I would like come back 40 pounds yeah. heavier and I'd be like, don't even know how I did it. Absolutely. They say that the second these fighters step
0: off the scales, and this is a well-known thing, it's almost become part of it, right? It's, it's how... How th- how skinny is yeah. Conor McGregor going to show yeah. up to the weigh-in, right, yeah. to match his opponent? And then the next day, let's say the fight is the next day, how more beefy is he going to show up to the fight is... in order to have an uh, what they believe is an advantage because he's now heavier, his punches will be heavier, etc., right? So once they step off the scales, it's a race to weight gain, <laughs> which is also the name of my biography. <laughs> right!
1: <laughs> also it feels like every time whenever I was part of like Weight Watchers, once I'd done weigh-in, mm-hmm. that evening was was totally. was no holes barred yes. because I was like, I've got a whole week yeah. before I have to do this again. Oh my god, there's yeah, so much yeah. overlap. No There is so barred. much overlap. There's a but there's a bunch of women who run out of what I call AA for mammies, which is Weight Watchers, yes. and go straight across the road to their local shop yeah. and just go to fucking Chowtown. You know yeah. what I mean? Absolutely. Um yeah, there is, and, and I think my next point that I
0: wanted to make was, which you'd kind of already touched on, was like what we know from dieting and from yo-yo dieting is you can do ex- extreme things to lose weight fast, let's say for an event, let's say a wedding, and then once you start eating normally again, like yeah. not even not even extreme eating yeah. again, just eating like an, at a normal kind of like three meals and snacks a day, whatever, yeah. uh, your weight comes back pretty fucking fast. Yeah. So you're like, you know, making your wedding speech after dinner and buttons are already popping off your shirt and blinding yeah. guests, you know. This, is
1: just like a, this seems like a very specific uh, yeah. example you're giving This I, happened to you, it? It's just,
0: it's, I see it. I see it all the time. There's I, a one-eyed bride behind you, I'm one as you can tell. Um, so uh, what extreme things do they do to lose this weight? And what is the cost of uh, the, the, the physical toll on yeah. these poor fighters physically? Yeah. Like you're asking me. Uh, Grace, please tell okay, me right so. now because I've done no more research. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Grace, I, I'm not going to lie. I really have asked this episode. Um, no, I... Okay, so I can't... First of all, to cut the weight...
0: By the way, I'm joking. I will fill you in on all <laughs> the details. But if you wanted to... <laughs> no, listen, You wanted to pontificate let, let's, about that's it. That's like, imagination
1: let's, from the world. Yeah. Because I have also... I remember buying a Debs dress right. that... Um, Debs, for any American listeners or anyone outside of Ireland, prom. Debs is our prom. And... Um, so I remember I bought a dress online and bought it at um, a certain size that I was not at the time. Oh. It arrived, and like I, w- I remember I brought it to a seamstress and she was like, "I can't even like put enough material to make this speech. you
0: we need two dresses <laughs> yes, to cover your sorry. body) <laughs> <laughs>
1: We need more material. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I'm gonna have to get like a circus tent to fit to <laughs> like, this. Just like shoveling coal into a furnace, <laughs> like more, more. I honestly was like, "Oh, right, this is way too small for me." So I remember trying to crash diet to get into this dress, which it sounds like what they're doing, and I would imagine that they were. I would, I went and bought Apple Cider um, tablets because oh, I thought that might work within a week. Obviously, it didn't. Um, <laughs> and, well, the packet told me it might. Um, okay, I imagine they're using certain tablets that might help them um, sure. flush out yeah. certain bodily fluids. Yeah. Um,
0: they actually do the special K diet. No, no I'm not <laughs> um, <well, laughs>
1: a, 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 a gene size in seven days, yeah. I mean, it works. Um <laughs> Uh, I Yeah, I'd imagine they are either not eating. I would imagine they're not drinking any water 24 hours before this event. A bit like Hugh Jackman for Les Mis, um, you know, when he wanted to look like absolutely yeah. like, you know, that you could see every vein. I would imagine they're not drinking water because then they don't want water weight. Okay. And that they probably are taking diuretics. That's what I would think. Okay,
0: yeah. Like, I mean, there's a, a combination of all of that. There's yeah. a specific kind of like fucked up way that they, I'm cursing a lot, I should really. Would, they would they,
1: would they? would they be in steam rooms? Would they be doing that steam room thing?
0: Right, I mean. Where you
1: go into a steam room, you jog on the spot to get rid of water weight.
0: It's it's all there. Like, so, yeah, basically, like, you know, the way I look at it is, like, we've all seen those famous, like, Rocky montages, right? Yeah. Where he's skipping, jumping, chasing yeah. chickens, pulling, pushing, prostrating, and all over the gym. Yeah. And there's something that they never show us in those um, uh, training sessions is that he is thirsty. He yeah. is thirsty AF. The point of all of the exercise that they do, all this cardio and you know strength training, it's not just to get fighting fit, but it's also to dehydrate the crap out of you. Um, like it, there's there one of our favorite uh, you know uh, all stars of Fat Camp who comes up time and time again for me in particular, Tim Ferriss. Yeah. In a blog post on Tim Ferriss' site in 2013, uh, it was written that uh, if done right, it can significantly, significantly increase a fighter's chances of winning. An athlete will artificially lower his weight for pre-fight weigh-ins uh, to show 20, 30 pounds uh, heavier than his opponent like on the actual fight night, and it can be a game changer. This is an article where they are telling you how you two can do it. Oh,
1: stop! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like,
0: <laughs> and even though boxers and wrestlers have been manipulating their weight in this fashion for decades, it has an air of illicit activity. It's legal in MMA competition, but it should never be tried at home without a medical supervision. This is all from Tim Ferriss's website. This is where he gives the disclaimer oh, excessive dehydration can kill you. Cutting weight has no place in real world dieting or behavior. Then he
1: says, But this is how you do it. That's how it works. <laughs> But here's an set program to ruin your
0: life. So, yeah, so to come back to how this actually works is like basically, you know, elite, athlete, elite athletes, fighters, mm-hmm. they already have an extremely low body fat percentage. Yeah. So if they hit the gym all of a sudden and work extra hard all of a sudden, yeah. showing me Dublin, <laughs> um, they are not going to be burning a lot of fat because they're mostly composed of muscle, yeah. bones, Organs, you know, that's what's making up the yeah. weight on the scales. They have a really low body fat, body body fat percentage, um, all and all of these things—the muscle, the bones, the organs—they all need these things to live. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately.
1: Oh, I forgot about living. Yeah, it's kind of like takes away from the fighting and the dieting.
0: But it turns out, <laughs> it turns out that humans are composed mostly of about sixty five percent water, right? God. Um. So instead. I mean, you hear lots of different yeah. kind of, like, you know, uh, percentages on that. But, like, in terms of, like, you know, just what is, like, you know, can be extracted yeah. and, like, uh, added to your body, it's, it's apparently it's around 65%. So instead of burning their non-existent fat away, they engage in extreme water weight manipulation known as water loading, right?
1: Oh, my God. Connor, this stressed me out. Okay.
0: Well, it is. It's very stressful. Is, how, is
1: this going to be, like, the time you nearly drowned yourself because you're so much yes. water? I think I was,
0: like, secretly training to be an MMA fighter at, yeah. like, age nine.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, water weight has always been a complicated thing. Like, you know, and I always had a hard time wrapping my head around it. And I think what I didn't – I'm about to explain what I think is a, a good, like, kind of way of understanding it. Um, you know, You know, when you go on a diet – and the first few days, you lose, like, a lot of weight. And people say, yeah. like, oh, you're losing water weight. Yeah. Because the excess sodium in the things that you've been eating have been, like, holding onto water yeah. in your body. But where does that water go? Do you know where it goes? Like, it's it's not just there is water in my stomach and digestive tract, and now it has left that, so I am lighter. Do you know what I mean?
1: Oh, my God, does it go? No, okay, this is going to blow. Does it go out of your breath? Um, is that this thing where people were, like, I heard about this one. That's
0: fat loss. You're talking okay, about. Okay. To yeah, the to the, the Sorry, your breath. Yes, right. Okay. Right.
1: Where does So it go? water, like the soul, leaves the body. Yeah.
0: Exactly. <laughs> like the, the the those fat binder pills. Like yeah, The, yeah, 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 yeah. the fat leaves the body. Um,
1: I feel like it's that film Ghost, where I just walk out of myself.
0: It's a yeah. water version of me. So when we consume water, the fluid is distributed around our entire bodies okay. into our tissue. Our muscles, yeah. our cells, our blood, and even our brains. Oh. You know, like so. Our like, hang on, I'm getting kind of thirsty. Hang
1: on. Yeah, the more you talk about this, the more I'm like, water, water. So important. <laughs> I need water. It's so important. It's yeah. in your
0: organs, Grace. It's yeah. in your blood. Like, your blood like is, is
1: part water, you know? It's like you're trying to sell me water here. I'm, I'm well on board. Like, I think water's fantastic. <laughs> this is You don't need to make a sales pitch. I think we need it. If anything, we're running out of it. Well, you know, <laughs> tell
0: that to the UFC guys. Yeah. But, like, so to become truly dehydrated is to, like, squeeze all of this water out of all these lovely important parts of our bodies, like a yeah. sad old dry sponge. Um, And so they, these guys usually have about five days' uh, to cut this weight,
1: right? okay, Jesus, five days to cut like twenty pounds, or twenty like to okay. thirty pounds, you okay.
0: know. Um. So the first thing they do is they drink a lot, a lot, a lot of water. Apparently, they drink at least two gallons, which is eight liters, eight of water. liters of water a day. <laughs> yeah, which I think is it that you have eight liters of blood or is it eight pints of blood in your body. Yeah, I think you have eight liters, right? Oh my god. Um. So to drink eight litres of water. You just must
1: be pissing water. Like, no offence, but like oh, it must be the
0: clearest totally. pee you've ever seen in your life. Oh, God, can you imagine? It sounds, <laughs> sounds wonderful. Like the beaches in Thailand, you know, those crystal clear waters. Just stunning. But... This triggers the body to excrete and flush out the excess water and sodium. Okay. uh, Which basically sends the kidneys into overdrive, which is fun because like kidneys are just lazy. Oh
1: my God, let's just stress the kidneys out. I've always said that about my kidneys. They don't do enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Basically, eight liters is just way too much. And, you know you're not just flushing out water. Like, let's face it, you're you're losing salts, and you know, all sorts of nutrients and healthy like bacteria from your digestive tract. So
1: they'll do this, what, for a few days leading for up? For the
0: first day, they'll okay. drink eight litres of water. water. Okay.
1: Uh, on the second day, they'll rise again. <laughs> <laughs> well, <he laughs> <Yeah>. was, he, <laughs> On the third day, he rose again, and then he fought. <laughs> he fought in the UFC. Yeah. It's Christ's story. Sometimes they win, sometimes like, yeah.
0: they don't. But, you know, this is going to send a fighter to the toilet about 20-something times yeah. a day, like yeah, just yeah, like yeah. non-stop peeing. Yeah. Uh, and this might shock you, but they also then cut their carbs significantly. Oh, know So they eat no veg or fat or uh, fruit. They only eat protein and fat. They get about 70% of their calories from fat, um, which sounds delightful. And to be honest, that's the more like ketogenic. It's kind of how they eat anyway. Like,
1: right. So um, it would be like they're just eating pretty much like peanut butter and like, or, you know, like yeah, avocado and, uh, with like then like and fish chicken. okay. And okay yeah, yeah. meat and stuff yeah. like that.
0: Eggs, you know. Yeah. Um, Soon uh, so so the, 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 they've stopped you know consuming sodium, they're flushing their body out with all this water. Yeah. Their the sodium start has has now left their body. Now they're starting to secrete potassium, which is fun. You know, just like she
1: means secrete, secrete like, like through their
0: urine and their sweat. Like it, their potassium, it should be like staying in your body and only leaving in like you know, kind of like regulated amounts. But now yeah. that there's no sodium left, it's like, what else can we get rid of? You know,
1: I'm just imagining jellyfish. I feel like these men are just jellyfish. At this I know.
0: Stage, but day two, they they reduced their water consumption down to one gallon. Okay. So that's that's like half of that. Yeah. Uh, that's four four liters roughly, until the weigh-in day. Uh, they've reduced until the weigh-in day, they might only be taking like a couple of sips of water. So they're like getting lower and lower and lower.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, During this time of extreme hydration to dehydration, they um, are doing extreme cardio, extreme cardio often in steam rooms and saunas while fully clothed. Sometimes they're in a a sauna covered in towels. I've seen footage of it. It's shocking.
1: Could you Uh, imagine being there on a spa day? (laughs) And and you're in your little towel after a massage. And some man, fully dressed, comes in and just starts, like, by the way, who is essentially translucent at this stage. You could see through him, the guy. And then he just starts running on the spot. And you're just, like, sitting there, like... That's uh, a lovely little spot. Isn't oh my God. It? Yeah. Like I got a group on. Because you and I
0: do a, a sauna, which we often do, Obviously, we're actually doing this, saunas, yeah. doing this episode from a sauna. Because um, you
1: can podcast
0: and lose weight at the same time. Exactly. Why <laughs> be lazy? But uh, when we do a sauna, we do like 10 or 15 minutes, right? Yeah. That's kind of what's recommended. These guys are doing 45 minutes, Stop. like to an hour uh, in the sauna. They also take hot, hot, hot baths, which apparently, when you're dehydrated, it's meant to be excruciating for some reason because you're already like a raisin so um, there's this there's this video of a women's UFC fighter called chris cyborg and she is in absolute agony in a hot bath while cutting for a fight um, is she a cyborg
1: like uh, i it, when you say agony what is she like is she actually
0: like pain like okay. just it's it's i guess i guess if your body is full of like it's normal amount of water then you know you have some sort of cushion against the 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 heat oh. and the pain of like you know it's like it's like I imagine it's akin to like going out in, in the blazing hot sun while already totally sunburnt yeah know what oh I
1: mean? God this is actually so, like you know when you can yeah. feel it oh, like totally. I, I'm just yeah. yeah
0: it gets worse people so okay. hold on to your lunch um so In the last few days before the weigh-in, if they're not satisfied by their new raisin-like livers and shrunken brains, (laughs) they might use natural diuretics, which you also called... Grace, you got the, the weight-cutting bingo. Grace knows <laughs> yeah. all of the things to do love if we, from uh, years of yo-yo dieting. Yeah,
1: I know. It's actually terrifying, isn't it? Are like, you a UFC coach? I yeah, I'm not, I'm like, it's like I'm like, oh, my God, these people are crazy. But this is how yeah. I would do it <laughs> through all my experience of having tried to do yeah. it in the
0: past. It's like it's like if you want to know where to hide a body, ask Grace. She's just like, here's what <laughs> you got to do first. Yeah,
1: I do think like we should do a weight-loss bingo.
0: Oh, totally. Wouldn't that be so good yeah. for every
1: episode? And you're like, you got bingo. Yeah. yeah. Carbs.
0: You know, <laughs> you know that's yeah. no carbs. That's yeah. Like the center square. Yeah, 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 I don't
1: know bingo. <laughs> 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 number 88, Two Fat Ladies, number 88. <laughs> They're not going to drink water from these 88 days. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the podcast studios is the home of the headstuff Podcast Network. It's where lots of our shows are recorded, and we work on editing, promotion, videos, live shows, and lots more. As a podcast production company with three state-of-the-art studios for audio and video in Dublin city centre, we can work with you to tell great stories in a professional and engaging way. From government organisations to charities, arts groups to international brands, entrepreneurs to hobbyists, we've worked with everybody, and we can help you to get the word out. Whether you need studio time, you're hosting a live stream or webinar, or you need support with editing or marketing, we can tailor a package for you. For more info, head to thepodcaststudios.ie. Hey guys, hope you're enjoying the episode. If you want to hear more bonus exclusive content for Fad Camp, make sure to log on to Headstuff Plus and for as little as a or a month, you can support our show and other shows in the Headstuff Podcast Network and hear exclusive content from Fad Camp. That's bonus episodes, photos, videos. It's a really good time. So we hope to see you there. Now back to the show. But, yeah, so they're taking diuretics, as you called, uh, to squeeze out the last few drops of life and make them pee a little more, to come up to that, weigh in. Okay. Um, So, like, again, don't try this at home. Because, remember, these are elite athletes who are about to put themselves through a massive pummeling in the ring either way. But then they also have a team of people around them who, let's face it, I would go as far as to say are not ex- don't exactly have their best interest at heart like you know yeah. if you're sending someone off into battle basically yeah, you know why not have them be as healthy as they possibly can be as opposed to like draining them of all their fluids and like pit- pituitary
1: but it is funny that with pituitary <laughs> this is why you didn't get the job Connor <laughs> In the interview, what would you do? I'd I'd cut their perutrients. What? Listen, man, I don't know what I'm time doing by here. Merging big words
0: together. <laughs>
1: but I think what's funny is that we're like, isn't it terrible what they put their bodies through? And then we're like, now go fight in a ring yeah. and punch someone. Like no. it is funny that yeah. we're like every part of this is I know. terrible for I know. you. I know. I know. And how I wonder, I would love to like because it, it's weight cutting. I know you said it comes kind of back to was it nineteenth century that we this started, but like
0: no, that's the weight divisions. Weight started. divisions. So yeah. I'm
1: wondering when this sort of weight extreme weight cutting mm-hmm. began, because I would love to know what is yeah. the long term effects. Like what happens mm-hmm. to someone when they suddenly hit fifty, and yeah. they have been doing they did this for like ten years, whatever it is, Absolutely. whatever however long your career was. Like because already we are seeing athletes kind of like I. This is totally going off point, but I know Brian O'Driscoll once one time quoted, and he was—he's an Irish rugby player, and um, former Irish rugby Thank captain. You. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Yeah, sorry, yeah. t- i Am I woman spelling this <laughs> enough here? Um, uh, but he was once quoted as saying, "We are the guinea pigs, right, for oh. science." Being yeah. like, ru- now they won't let, like say, like kids under 12 play contact rugby because right. of how bad it is concussion-wise God, and it. all over your body. Yeah, I know, they're ruining they're it. sending
0: me off to rugby <laughs> being like, I would rather stay home watch cartoons. They're like, no, go get a concussion.
1: Oh, <laughs> and this is why uh, you ended up dieting for years. Exactly. Um, too stupid. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but I find that that is interesting that we're like, I feel like now these athletes who are, doing the extreme cutting, are going to be the guinea pigs that we look back on possibly 20 years ago. How was that even mm-hmm. legal?
0: Absolutely. Because ultimately, you know, we do know that a lot of athletes do end up in kind of poor health in their yeah. later lives. Look at not, wrestlers.
1: Professional wrestlers will talk a oh, lot about the totally. ongoing battle they have yeah. even trying to get healthcare in oh, the States because yeah. of their... Because of yeah. the,
0: the organisation yeah. that they work for don't really yeah. kind of support them when they leave. And yeah, I think there was a whole thing on that and like John Oliver about that. It was really like shocking. But yeah, I... I, I don't know the exact evolution of it, but I fr- from all of my research, what came up time and time again was the UFC, UFC MMA, yeah. and, like, Thai boxing, that sort of thing, okay. you know, um, which is, like, would be, like, sort of mixed in there with the MMA. But, like, you know, the, I don't know how extreme levels boxers went to. There were less stories about boxers doing extreme weight cutting than there were MMA fighters. Yeah. And, like... When I saw, like, anytime I have seen that kind of footage, it has been like in the run up to MMA fights. Yeah. And it's become kind of part of the spectacle of that. Yes. Like, you know? Yeah.
1: Um, and it's interesting to think, because, you know, we we covered this in Marvel, but I think it's so true now. Do you know, someone was pointing, someone, we were talking about this the other day, where it was like, you know, James Bond back in the day, like, say, yeah. Sean Connery, and sure. like, you know, they're shirtless mm. in it, and they're just like, like they're good looking men. Yeah. But they're kind of like just like they don't have like the tightest six packs no. or anything. They're just kind of like everyone's like he's body arrived. shaming Sean yeah. Connery, right? No, Come but like <laughs> oh, <no>, R.I.P. <you're, laughs> yeah. um hot bod. But like, what you know? It's the same with like now you look at Marvel where it's like the fucking like you yeah. could carve, It's like granite, like yeah. carved, you could like great
0: cheese, great
1: cheese off those abs. But then like you look at it's the same kind of a boxing. If I look back at like Muhammad Ali, yeah. That obviously is a fit looking man, but he yeah. wasn't exactly like now what we think an athlete totally. is. Because we've made this like almost Instagram body thing yeah. with athletes as well, where it's like, if you don't have that shredded six pack or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're not a real athlete. So I really wonder like how much of, of it now is appearing mm-hmm. a certain way. Even for fighting, even if you don't need to, yeah,
0: look yeah, that and way. honestly, from watching a lot of these videos and transformations that uh, in in the research, um, in the weeks leading up to this episode, um, I did see that, like, you know, yes, these are athletes, so they are like, you know, quote unquote, in shape yeah. and like very, like, you know, defined. Anyway, yeah. right, but then when they go through this extreme like weight cutting process their skin is just clinging to their like their their muscles you know what I mean so they just by default look extra ripped you know what I mean Um, but actually what we're seeing is like an well we are seeing definition we are seeing muscle tone and all of that but we're also it's we're seeing the absence of uh, body fat because their body fat percentage is already low as we've mentioned we're also seeing just the absence of like water yeah. that lives in your cells. Yeah. And your yeah. tissue and your organs. Yeah. You know? So uh it does add to that level of, oh, look how ripped they are. Yeah. You know, but actually it's like, no, look how like emaciated they are. And we're just seeing like what's below the
1: And it's almost like proving. That you're mm-hmm. working hard. Oh, totally. It. And that's the thing that I always find with like any sort of weight loss thing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, look at them. Aren't they great? They really like struggled yes. and they really like deprived themselves. And we in the like in our society are like that's hard work and I'm like no these people have been working hard for years in the last 10 days actually mm-hmm. it was just insanity yeah. that wasn't even hard work that's just you being like well now I have to for some reason I can't be a pound over oh totally and like I wonder as well even in the fact that this is weight cutting does anyone ever just weight gain like does anyone in a lighter weight go like Sean's just going to make that's, it up
0: that'd be a great idea yeah for and that. he's
1: just like yeah. just over time yeah. I'm going to build up my calories in a nice healthy way and get up to that middle weight. Like, that does, anyone does happen. That does, does happen. It does. Yeah, okay, good. It, it
0: definitely. And and I think there's also a um uh an in, initiative for or incentive for fighters to try to win a belt in every weight class, you know, oh, right. like if they if that's what like someone who's like a natural heavyweight yeah. is never going to be like a featherweight champion, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But someone who is like a lightweight champion may go, hey, I'll dip down into featherweight, win a win a thing yeah, there,
1: yeah,
0: and then win lightweight and so on, and build my way up,
1: yeah, possibly, yeah,
0: yeah. And I would I would argue like as much as you know like the. Uh, like these extreme body transformations like who knows like you know how dangerous they are in the long run I assume that they're probably not the safe thing to do I would wager that going up is is a little bit less you know like harsh on the body. Well, if it, going if it's down.
1: gradual, like yeah. anything, and mm. that's the probably the like thing that we'd never take into account because diet culture has messed us up so much. Yeah. First of all, <clears throat> weight loss is always the number one that we link to health, even though we again, and again, it does not link mm. to health. But anyway, but it's the fact that it's the speed of which you do it. So it's like. It's always, it's never like, oh, just a gradual, totally. like if they were like, yeah, maybe I might get up to like heavyweight in like two years.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> you know get down I mean? like, to a get weight down, class yeah. in like, you know, yeah. which they could do. Yeah. You know what I mean? In a graduate because they're so like. But it doesn't grab know. the
1: headlines in the same no, way. at all. Where, and I remember it so distinctly and I don't like keep, I know I keep using Conor McGregor because, because I don't know this world yeah, that much. Sure. That was the the link I can remember so quickly. I remember those, that picture of him looking so Oh, gone, totally. Yeah. Going around and everyone's like, look what he did. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? And I'm like, that man, Mm -hmm. if you told me that man had just gotten a diagnosis that wasn't good, I'd believe you. Absolutely. Because he didn't look well.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) And honest to God, as I was going over all this, I did start to wonder... If all of this had something to do with how strange he started behaving, like I'm not joking. Like I mean, you know, to drain your body of all of that water, like water that your vital organs need, your brain, for example, need. Yeah. And then to it start is weird
1: to be acting. like your brain needs that water to stay yeah. nice and moist. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we're like, you know, like, do you want a raisin or do you want wine? Yeah. Okay, I know what I oh, want every grace time. Oh,
0: constantly hear about what can actually happen to the body. Okay. Um, so in recent years there have been mounting cases of athletes being hospitalised or sadly even dying after attempting dramatic weight weight cuts it's not just professionals either and amateur fighters have been doing it too in much kind of smaller leagues where the, the paydays and all that are just nowhere yeah. Near yeah. worth that risk and possibly
1: as well they don't have maybe like a nutrition well I'm right. hoping they have a nutrition I don't know if you actually can you call yourself a nutritionist if you're like hey, know, hey buddy right? get into that yeah. steam room and let me take that water <laughs> yeah. bottle out of your hand
0: yeah let's see how far we can push through yeah. the body so like you can experience anything from like severe DR. De- hydration to liver shutdown. Medical experts say a weight cut of over 5% is dangerous. So for Chris Cyborg, who was um, sort of over 145 pounds, she had to lose 26 pounds in like, you know, uh, two days. For um, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, that's an 18% weight cut. And uh, she believed that the people in charge didn't want her didn't want to open up like the higher weight division for her. higher weight division for you know a female fighter being in the 145 pound category like that's already oh
1: my god I can't believe I've always been a heavyweight champion <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 can I just say even at my lowest when I was like in the pits of um, do you remember my motivation days when I was like at yes. my skittiest quote unquote I was still in the heavyweight <laughs> Right I was still very oh. very sturdly in that heavyweight section <laughs> I was
0: watching this I was watching this thing with uh, Chris Hemsworth over the weekend like you know he was my yeah. new man crush Yeah Um, but I see, talks, I see
1: you did an Instagram post so. Oh yeah that was very <laughs> A little love letter to Chris yeah, yeah It was
0: very important to me That show has actually turned out to be amazing I, I kind of uh, uh, spoke too soon on it but um. They were saying something about him needing to like tack on a bunch of muscle for Thor, you know yeah. how he's going to be now too heavy to do this like rope climbing fucking stunt that they have not do. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, after this stunt, he's going to be like two hundred thirty-five pounds. And I was like, ooh, <laughs> it's like he's like fucking like six foot four. <laughs> like you know, it's like was <laughs> <laughs> like that'd be nice,
1: you know. Oh, my uh, target weight. <laughs> um, well, I really hate, and it's something that again and again, and I saw um go off a quick rant here, but I was on uh, TikTok the other day, and there was um a pop star that was on and she was actually giving quite a body positive little like video where she was talking about weighing herself and she was like, don't listen to the weighing skills. I've weighed myself every day this week and like, it's jumped so much and actually just eat the food and don't be worrying about it. And it was great. But she kept mentioning her weight. Right. Every day she mentioned how much she weighed and I was like, please, can I just put this out there? Stop yeah. telling people your weight. I know. Because instantly she mentioned her weight yeah. and I instantly was like, well, I need to... Yeah. And I'm not going to lie totally. you. And, I, and I'm not saying that, like, I know everyone's like, listen, well, that's your personal mm-hmm. deal, but I'm telling you it actually causes much... Yeah. The less... the If I don't know how much someone weighs, the better, I think, for all society it is. Mm-hmm. Like, no one needs to know how much totally. you weigh. Um, I reg- And, like, actually the amount of people who... The of celebrities who are body positive, quote, yeah. unquote, whatever fucking still bring up their weight, excuse my language, but they still mention how much they weigh. And I'm like, you obviously don't read enough to know that it causes a lot of damage when you tell people how much you weigh. I
0: think it's because these stupid celebrities can't read. I think that's probably (laughs) what it actually is. But like... (laughs) We're we're spicy today. (laughs) Chris Hemsworth, I'm coming for you.
1: (laughs) I I don't think you can read the the script of Thor. (laughs) Read the signals
0: from me. I'm trying to show you how much I love you. Um. But the only – and I thought about this in, you know, putting these, like, uh, you know, figures together and stuff. And I don't want anyone to listen to this and go, oh, my God, 145 pounds. That's, like, way less or way more Mm -hmm. or whatever than I weigh. Because, like, you know, we are talking about, like, again, an an elite athlete in a uh, extreme extreme sport, let's say. Like, you know what I mean? Like I don't think anyone who's listening to this podcast is ever going to be like, I think I'm going to – go to being like the UFC champion of the world. Yeah. Um, Unless you're that very 1% of the population. Yeah, and so, and, like, uh, welcome to the podcast. I, I wish you all <laughs> the best. Try not to hurt yourself, yeah, but yeah. hurt as many other people as you want because I guess that's okay. Go, go kick someone in the head. Yeah. Uh, good luck. But like, you know, their like weight, uh, their weights and their like training habits cannot be applied as much as magazines and articles and YouTube videos try to say you can be just like these athletes yeah. as well. You know, Like, those things should not be applied to, like, you know, the average person. Like, and even the people who are doing them are suffering a lot. And, you know, Chris Cyborg uh, was classed too heavy to fight in the women's weight classes. So she had to cut 26 pounds in two days for a fight and is on record as saying, I cannot do this to my body all the time. I don't know. Maybe something really bad going to happen to me. Doctors say they even see uh, kidney failure with fighters. And when you get dehydrated, you reduce... Uh, oh, God, you reduce the production of cerebrospinal fluid, which leaves the fighter vulnerable to injury, concussion, hemorrhage and tearing of the brain. Like, so you're going into an extreme fight, not at your best, basically.
1: That is, it's so mental when you think about it. Yeah. You're not even sending athletes out in their peak physical condition to fight yeah. each other. Yeah. And
0: like, I mean, you know, and there is, there is a lot of um, discussion in the industry over like, you know, how much detriment it is causing to fighters. Like, you know, there's people yeah. saying they're, you know, there are smart coaches and stuff like that who are saying like, this is madness. Like, you know, yeah. you know, my fighter is like in peak physical condition yet right before this, this really important fight, we're forced to kind of like, you know, play this Game that is just leaving them vulnerable, and then not just vulnerable, but like if you want to look at it competitively, like at a at a disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could be fighting someone who is fighting at their walking around weight. You know.
1: Yeah, and I wonder how many. I wonder how many fighters are like this who actually Mm -hmm. kind of have a a weight they kind of maintain, and it happens just to be the peak weight that.
0: And like, I would say there are stats that show that those are probably more successful fighters, but I don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And it's interesting because like i have a um, a member of my family who uh, he- the common joke is that he has literally been the same weight right. for like 60 years Sure, yeah. <laughs> like this, like he's like yeah I just eat what I want and I kind of yeah. do what I want it's like, but he's just like that's just mm-hmm. been my weight and totally. I'm like there's some fighter right there who's just having a great out time yeah. no, absolutely. you know what I mean he, he just rocks, rocks up crazy and he's game. like yeah but he probably doesn't get the headlines because yeah. he doesn't do the crazy weight cuts also, so he's probably not as well known or I, he or she
0: I wasn't um, totally sure what kidney failure was and I thought okay. if anyone just wasn't yeah. already feeling weak in the knees enough yet I thought I'd just mention that <laughs> Kidney failure occurs when your kidneys suddenly become unable to filter waste products from your blood. So when your kidneys lose their filtering ability, the dangerous levels of waste may accumulate and your blood's chemical makeup may get out of balance. So poor Chris Cyborg, uh, I love that name, ended up hospitalized during a weight cut and said the doctors tried to take her blood and it wouldn't come out.
1: (gasps) Stop, stop.
0: Too thick from De- no. extreme dehydration remember I told you that the water is part of your blood you know
1: I cannot I can't sorry I'm just imagining like a syrup coming out right but, but not even coming handle out
0: like that base. stubborn bit of ketchup at the end of the bottle it just won't come out I tell you a vampire's nightmare I, absolutely it's just. could like, you imagine <laughs> It's like just blocked just totally blocked um, at one point UFC opened up a women's weight division at 145 pounds and Chris oh. felt they were doing it to punish her for speaking up about it in the <gasps> past uh, and the head of UFC says, "Look, I had two fighters who were that way who wanted to fight. I wasn't going to not do it." He said, "It's a business, you know." But meanwhile, Chris had been kind of like putting herself out there before these other fighters in the same weight class were trying were uh, available to fight, and they were like, "No, you have to lose weight to be in that like low, uh,
1: lower." But surely, category. and I, I have to ask this again: Would it, would it not occur to them to make like to maybe go to one of the other women? You wouldn't fancy putting on a few pounds, right? Because actually, yeah. probably I'm would be sure. less dangerous. Totally. Yeah. Than this. And this is the thing about people never wanting to gain weight. Yeah. It's that thing of like going to someone, like, because surely someone must have been near enough to her. Like, maybe not like, but like, you know what I mean? Like, it, they couldn't have been that far. Yeah. And like, to even go, like, here, because you put on. I know. Because as well as women, why don't you just weigh wo- a woman the week before her period? Because I'm going to tell you, she's going to be 20 pounds up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if, yeah. if she eats a few McDonald's, she's going to be up the weight. Yeah. And actually, I- this brings me to a video I did see. I don't know if you're going to mention it, but I saw it kind of went viral recently um, of a UFC coach. I'm pretty sure if it was UFC, but he was talking about um, the difference between men and women in the sport. And he was like, the women just have much a much harder time coding weight. Right. Okay. And he was like, it's like, and it was so funny hearing it from a man, mm-hmm. him going, it's like every time they come up to weigh in, it's they're around their period. <laughs> it's around their menstruating. And that then adds even more pressure on the women. Because first of all, women don't cut weight at the same rate sure. as men do. We just don't. We cont- Like, are, yeah. the, we're meant to have more fat in our yeah. bodies than men. Um, but also around your period, you retain water totally. and you are heavier. Yeah. So he was like, it is a nightmare That's with crazy. women. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Even again, yeah. even then how bad it is on men, it's even again worse on women. Because they're like not like you're one managing to cut that weight. she probably did I would imagine damage to her body. Oh, There's absolutely. no way she didn't.
0: And like even like, you know, w- when you describe it there with the way talking or the, the coach talking about like, you know, the challenges uh, with periods around weigh in time, it's like, oh, it's almost as if this whole weigh-in thing is kind of arbitrary and there should yes. be more kind of like, you know. Uh, allowance is made for fighters you know like because yeah. you're probably going to get fighters who are they are the correct you know quote unquote yeah. correct weight and the fighter weighs in against them and they're 5 pounds over or whatever does that fighter really care does that does that slightly lighter fighter care like they'll say no I'll well, still fight them you But know it's, what I mean? it's not
1: even that like, it's like what if it matters at all like the fact that they, they do the weigh in what the day before yeah, yeah so the next day as you said yeah, someone just, is actually showing up 10 exactly. pounds heavier anyway because because they've done such, like, extreme weight loss, again, then the flip is you eat a burger, suddenly you're 10 pounds heavier. So it actually doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: At all. Because they're
1: going to show up heavier anyway. Yeah. Oh, this is so sick. I know, it's It really annoys
0: me. Absolutely. And, like, what we're talking about here as well is, like, you have to realize, like, I'm sure there are a lot of fighters who think that this is like absolute nonsense. But then like from watching these videos, you see these fighters pushing themselves so hard and and athletes are used to, you know, kind of punishing their bodies to achieve results. You know, it's kind of what mm. they know. And mm. some people get a bit of a high out of it, yeah, get a yeah. bit of a sense of like satisfaction. Yeah. And like you've seen these, fo- these videos of fighters training with their team, helping them to cut a kilo or two before a fight. And it's actually devastating to watch because... These fighters want to fight for the titles and they can't compete for it if they're over the weight threshold and they destroy themselves. They're so hard on themselves. I saw one video where a fighter called Darren Till, and this is quite a famous case, he was um, training so hard to cut weight and, you know, he's doing all of the stuff, you know, running on a treadmill in like 10 layers of yeah, clothes yeah. and doing the steam rooms, looking absolutely miserable. He like didn't sleep and then... They were like, right, let's like, you know, he's like, I want to continue on. I want to do this. You know, I want to cut the weight. And he was like looking gaunt. Then he started running on treadmill and he lost his vision. He went temporarily blind and he had to be brought to the hospital. You know what I mean? But like while his team were kind of going like, man, maybe you should sit this one out. He was kind of like, no, 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 I'm going to push through this. You know what I mean? Because that's what you're kind of taught to do. Um,
1: I'm just imagining like Daredevil. He becomes Daredevil, and that's right? how
0: you know the blind superhero. <laughs> but it w- thankfully, he was only temporarily blind. But like, it was scary to see that. Like, and to see that this is you know that is probably hopefully an extreme case. But like, n- knowing that you could be doing yourself damage is kind of part of the the process. Like, and then knowing that you kind of have to go into a crazy
1: fights. Listen, like, a like, years later. yeah, athletes. I think and it was even brought up I suppose coming up to the Olympics like you know they are doing things that they know put themselves in danger I mean like things like even even such sorts of sports as like the luge or like skiing like these sports yeah. are dangerous sports mm. that they're doing and they're putting themselves out there you know they really are risking their they're putting their bodies on the line this just seems different though because even though these are fighters and once again putting their bodies on the line they know exactly what they're going out to do um, and they've 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 ex- like excelled they're they're yes, you know, totally but there's something different about the weight thing that seems to be an added thing on top of it. It's almost like with the skiers, they're like, not only are you going to ski, but we put black ice out there yeah, just for, like, <laughs> exactly, to add yeah. it in. Yeah. And, like, you're like, well, that's not actually anything to do with yes. the skill of this athlete. Totally. You are making this job now weirdly harder for, for what seems like kind of arbitrary reasons yeah. that kind of make no sense because then people show up at whatever weight on the day anyway. Yeah, And, like...
0: Absolutely. And, like, I mean, if at one point it was like, okay, look, we can't have a fighter who's, you know, uh, 100 pounds, you know, like oh, fair enough. heavier yeah, obviously. That's like a, a visibly <laughs> uneven yeah. kind of matching. Yeah. So let's create weight divisions. But to then create this like five, 10 pound, 20 pound thing, it's like, how much of a difference is that actually going to make? Because what, are we all supposed to be the exact same weight? Like, and you know, like, I,
1: it, but that's exactly it. Also, then it's like, do you take height into consideration these are things that i'm always like because also someone can be a certain weight and their height it makes a total difference well that
0: that is a thing reach like how far your your arm can reach in boxing so then
1: are you going to start like measuring people's (laughs) arms because but that that's what i mean though it's like do they (laughs) that's
0: reach in boxing what's this fighter's reach they're they're not going to disqualify you for having a longer reach but that will be an advantage so wait do they do they take that into account when they're doing points uh, oh, that I don't know, but like Ooh. they will when... they will when I think maybe it's more for like a kind of gambling kind of thing where it's like, oh well, this fighter has a better chance because their arm is like fucking five five centimeters longer.
1: But then when they take a gambling into situation <laughs> into account, when they're like, oh by the way, right after way, and he went down to McDonald's, yeah. how many mac do cheese did he have? Because I'll I'll put the odds on yeah, how many mac and exactly, he had. Exactly. Yeah,
0: it's 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 so arbitrary. But like you know, on a serious note, like I mean. There have been extreme cases, you know, and there was one young woman from Australia called Jessica Lindsay who basically sacrificed her life for two kilos mm. for a Thai boxing fight in 2017 when she died of extreme dehydration. And I think what concerns me, and I think I touched on it before, is that like a lot of the, a lot, we see it all the time, like extreme celebrity or bodybuilder yeah. or athlete type behaviors and activities in say the gym, the rocks, eating yes. plant, all that blah, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. They start to become sold to us mere mortals as, you know, ways of losing a quick, like, you want to lose 20 pounds before an event? Like, here's how extreme fighters do it. There will be someone like me who will go and with no training, with no coach, with no, like, you know, medical assistance will go and go onto YouTube and go, if I drink eight liters of water, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And hurt themselves, or yeah. possibly even die. Um,
1: because this is the thing, and I actually know a story of a friend of mine. Um, tell me a story, Grace. Who went into a steam room? Wanted to cut way fast. And he put. Yeah. He was wearing a, a tracksuit, and he put a um, like a black bin bag on, okay. like a bin liner. It's like to insulate, right? Okay. Yeah. And he put it underneath like a, his like clothes. An attic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like an attic. Yeah. He went dressed as an attic for Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, um, but he went into the steam room. And then did 60 seconds running on the spot would go out of the steam ring again, come in again and he fainted. Okay. And fell and whacked his head off the ground. There you go. Now, no long term damage. Yeah. T bleeding G. But like... That is something where it's like. Right, you look like a fucking idiot. But like, like how well, embarrassing. Like, <laughs> like, not like, even, like, not even his God health. Story not even his health. <laughs> but like, how embarrassing. Yeah, anyway, like, I cut him oh, off as a mate because I'm not, I, I can't be dealing with some steam room like, joker. Yeah, you exactly. know what I mean? Like, some steam room jogger, like a fucking weirdo. No, but like, it's that thing of like, we look up to athletes and celebrities, and this stuff does trickle down. Absolutely. So when someone casually has some sort of disordered eating or, or casually does these extreme diets, people who admire them go, oh, in mm-hmm. order to look like you yeah. or be physically strong like you, I'm going to do that. And it's just...
0: Absolutely. And I was just going to kind of finish that section on saying about how, you know, people look up to these athletes, they represent their communities, their countries. Mm. And it's horrible to see how this loophole has become a part of the spectacle. Like people sort of are tuning in to see how much Conor McGregor will have lost for his upcoming fight and how much he'll gain back by the night. You know, like that's yeah. part
1: of it. Like it's um, almost the like allegory of like brides. Like that's how right. that's how people see brides sometimes right. like, oh, I wonder if she's lost any weight. Totally. For this dress yeah. and then, yeah. But that's
0: why, that's why I used weddings as an example earlier because I do think, and we'll do a whole other episode on weddings and all of that. Oh, but Connor, like, I've
1: got a story for you, by the way. Just Anyway. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait.
0: She's getting married, folks. Yay! Sorry, fellas. Um, um, I'm not. No, I'm single as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it, fellas. Uh, <laughs> never know where to find you. Um, but basically, yeah, like f- for weddings, you see, like, you know, all the time, not in any of the relationships I've witnessed unfold in my life. I'm talking yeah. about other people who yeah. I don't know. How convenient, who Connor. I'm casting these massive judgments upon. But people will, like, you know, lose a lot of weight, you know, to quote, look their best, yeah. you know, for their wedding, their wedding photos, their slit, get, getting into yeah. the tighter outfit and all, keep it tight. They just want to look tight. Yeah. And then what happens is they go to, they have their wedding where they can kind of let it all hang out because they, they've gotten the photos out of the way. Yeah. They've gotten the speeches yeah. out of the way. the speeches yeah. there. Now, shiz, wouldn't want them to be doing that. Um, but then they're having these big meals and desserts yep. and the, the exact type of stuff and drinking, the stuff that they had kind of, you know, not allowed yep. themselves to have in the run-up to this. And then what, they go on a honeymoon for a couple of weeks where it's like, you know, going around, like yeah, Italy eating pizza every day. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. come back and they're just like, oh, okay, well, I'm you know heavier than everyone. Heavier than like I not that it matters, been. but like that's it's totally. that thing of
1: like the payoff. And also, a lot of people I have found even talking to people on at big occasions where they've done stuff like this the moment they eat they're oh, yeah. like oh I feel sco- yes. like I feel no, you see it. because your whole body and you you're like bloating your body reacts yeah. really quickly yeah. to being like deprived we've all seen yeah. red
0: face grooms with their top button on oh. do you know what I mean <laughs>
1: like the pint in hand <laughs> yeah. where I'm like, like oh, yeah. I haven't had a carb in three months so I'm because about to fucking die s- sweating buckets <laughs> yeah. like you just came out of a fucking steam room <laughs> in a jog suit
0: <laughs> exactly so like yeah I think the wedding uh, comparison is apt um Look, you know, there is lots of information around, kind of, uh, you know, how bad this has become in the industry, but there is a good story um, where um, it's to do with this. Well, it actually starts with a sad story. Uh, in twenty fifteen, a Chinese fighter uh, in a promotion called One O N E Championship mm-hmm. actually died from cutting weight, and the promotion, uh, the company um, who were like organising these fights, yep. um. Have decided to ban weight cutting one of the very few if any to do it like professionally and uh, they use hydration testing to prove that you didn't cut weight uh, and if you failed the hydration test before the fight the fight is cancelled
1: amazing yeah
0: so Basically, they say fighters competing under the one championship banner uh, still have to tip the scales and hit a certain number. But dramatic fluctuations of body weight are against policy and result in automatic bout cancellations. Athletes are required to compete at their walk-around weights, and uh, their quote is saying, "We will not allow athletes to compete dehydrated." Um, but if they happen to be overweight, as in over the uh, the weight, of weight the thing, yeah. Um, if they are, in fact, hydrated, but maybe half a pound or something over like that, we can negotiate a catch weight. Um, uh, so they have parameters for that. Uh, they have to be at least 105% of their opponent's weight. You know, so okay, basically they okay. are kind of allowing it like. There's the, made a, a bit of leeway either yes. way,
1: kind of. Yeah, <laughs>
0: This is happening in Singapore, you know, in Asia, obviously. So it hasn't exactly made it. Sorry, <clears throat> this is happening in, you know, Asia, in Singapore. Um, so it hasn't exactly, like, you know, reached over to, like, the big, like, UFC stuff in the yeah. West. But, like, you know, unfortunately, a lot of people have been hospitalized and people have <sighs> even died yeah. because of this practice. Um, so it would be great to see these changes being implemented across the board.
1: Oh my God, it'd be amazing the fact that they were like, we're going to test you if you're hydrated or not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, have you had a glass of water today? We really want to know. Um, I would love to see that rolled out. Absolutely. And I think one of the things people can do after watching
0: um, or after listening to this episode is to go online and look up photos of Conor McGregor when he lost all of the weight for the fight. And It's terrifying.
1: It's terrifying. Thanks for listening to this episode of FADCamp. As always, we want to thank our producer, Darren Lee. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to review us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.
0: Great ratings and reviews really help more people find the show and it would mean a lot to us.
1: Make sure to share the episodes with friends and family or on your social media. Every listen helps.
0: And we absolutely love hearing from our listeners. So please get in touch with any of your diet stories on fadcamppodcast at gmail.com.